Okay, Perna. Well, first off, you know, thanks for taking some time to talk with us today. I'm looking forward to hearing about your overall experiences with entrepreneurship from, uh, I think, recently Cush, but you also have some prior things that you started that maybe didn't work out perfectly. <laughs> but um, any, anyway, I wanted to, you know, get started with just learning a little bit about your background and how, you know, what you were doing before you were running your own company. I mean, from college to did you, were you in corporate life at all or just a little bit about yourself there? I graduated in 2004, and uh, for the first few months, I, I was working uh, in the corporate world. I, I worked initially at a consulting firm called Monitor Group. They do uh, business strategy consulting. I worked there for about six months and um, started to, uh, sort of uh, started to get empty, basically. And I, you know, I knew at that stage that I wanted to start my own business, and I felt that um, working in a management consulting firm and then going to business school and then potentially starting my business after that was, uh, was basically going to take too long. So I decided that I needed to get closer to the world of entrepreneurship and I made it a jump to Summit Partners, which is a private equity and venture capital fund. And I was uh, became an associate in their VC fund, um, early stage VC fund in Palo Alto. I worked there for about six weeks and um, was was less happy <laughs> than I had mm-hmm. been in my consulting job and I think kind of realized that jumping from uh, corporate job to corporate job wasn't really going to solve my problems. Um, and around the same time, I had an idea to do a social networking site for Indians. This was in um, around, I think it was June of 2005, and Facebook and MySpace were kind of just starting to take off, and social networking was still a relatively new concept, and um, there wasn't much happening in India with social networking at the time. So I saw an opportunity, and I was, um, I, I was sick of kind of working for the man, and so I left. So I left after six weeks of summit, um, quit kind of left the corporate world for good and just kind of decided to figure out a way, you know, that I was going to find some way of, of doing my own startup. And uh, and I did. So I, I worked on my first startup, Yari, for four years and built that company uh, to uh, 2 million um, users. is a, a social network site for Indians that 2 million users in India. Um, I think we did uh, a really good job of kind of Figuring out how to how to grow virally and kind of um, you know get the, the usage numbers, uh, but what we didn't do such a good job um, with monetization. What we found eventually was that uh, you know an ad-supported social networking site with users that are based primarily in India was just not really sustainable. Um, the costs of operation were much higher than and the revenues that we were able to generate. And so we decided to basically wind that down in uh, around 2009. And around the same time, I had uh, an opportunity to do a second startup, which is what I'm working on now, which is Kush. Great. And going back to um, the social networking site, did, I mean, was that, did that end up being discouraging at all? Because obviously, 2 million members is a, is a great achievement, but when it may not work out as, you know, you hope and dream it will, did that set you back or how did you move on from that? Well, um, it was, you know, 
definitely, I think any time that, um, you know, there's a failure of any sort in a person's life, it's, it's emotionally challenging. And I think it was, um, it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, oh, one day we're like, okay, this is not working out. Let's, let's close shop and just move on to the next thing. I think there was definitely a lot of, um, you know, it took us a long time to, to sort of realize that it, it didn't make sense to continue. And it was definitely, um, you know, a challenge. It was emotionally challenging. It sucked. Um, but I think at the same time, the, the, you know, the learning that I had over that period was so invaluable. And that was, that was obvious to me um, at every point, even when things felt like they weren't going that well. Um, I was really great for the experiences that I'd had and how much I felt that I had grown as an entrepreneur. So I just, you know, after, after I think, as, you know, a, a little while of kind of low and, huh. and you know, <laughs> upset about the fact that it wasn't working, I sort of just decided to focus on the positives, which was that it was just better than any business school could have ever taught me, you know, what I've learned and decided to take the opportunity that I had in front of me for another startup and just, and make this one succeed. No, definitely. I think, I mean, sometimes, you know, things not working out is, is the best way to learn and, and to build on that. Yeah. Was there anything specific that you really took away from the whole experience and has now, you know, helped you moving forward? Yeah. I mean, there, there are a lot of things. I think, um, on the product side, one really important lesson that we had is is basically that of iteration, that you need to get your product out fast, that it's never going to seem good enough, and it's way better to put out a product fast that no isn't good enough, and then keep making small changes, incremental changes over time, improve your product that way, as opposed to... Um, you know, waiting six months, having this grand idea for this awesome product and waiting six months or 12 months to put that out. Um, because what happens is that things move so fast now, and if you wait six months to put a product out, um, chances are that half the technology that you use in that product aren't relevant anymore, and half of the features aren't relevant anymore. And, and if you instead put your product out in three months and then start getting user feedback and use that feedback to determine what you should and should not add to your product. Your product's going to be a lot more relevant and a lot more timely. So that was a really important lesson that we learned from that. And I think a lot of the other lessons are really um, just kind of, you know, intangible things. It's almost like I think I, I grew as a person and grew as an entrepreneur. And so a lot of them, I think it's just more or less, you know, the lesson is around putting yourself out there and having experiences, um, even if you're not, even if you're not, you know, comfortable in certain situations, for example, fundraising. The only way to really get better at it is to go out and do it. And the more that you do it, you know, you're going to make tons of mistakes the first time and you're going to make tons of mistakes the 20th time too. But every time you do it, you'll learn something and you'll get better and you're, I think your 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 brain will change. You start adapting better to you know certain circumstances, and you become a better entrepreneur through that. And so, really, a lot of learning is just around putting yourself out there and letting yourself fall. You know, 
<laughs> no, I, I think that's some some great advice there. I think a lot of people can can learn a lot from that. I, I really do love the whole um, you know put your product out there, get the feedback, and get moving because especially a lot of young entrepreneurs they they just can't launch until it's perfect, and that's just not necessary in most cases. Exactly, um, exactly, and it'll never be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's just a moving target. So you just got to get it out there and keep making it better. So obviously, you spent some time in, in corporate life, and you've been through a, you know going through a couple startups now. Um, what has been what is your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur, being your own CEO, and then what is your least favorite thing about it? <laughs> yeah. So my favorite thing is, I think, basically being able to have this idea, have a vision, and. And, then, and see that come to life. You know, it's like you you wake up one morning or maybe you're up late at night because you can't sleep and you have this idea, whether it's just the overall idea for your product or an idea for a new feature or an idea for a way to promote your product. And then you know, the next day you, you start working to make that happen. And a, week, a few weeks later or a few months later, you see that idea come to fruition and it's you, you know, if you're the one who put everything into that, it's your, it's your baby, basically. And I think that there are really, there's almost no other way, you know, to, that there's no other job that you can have that gives you that level of control over what you're doing and, and you know, ability to make your ideas come true. So that's, it's just extremely rewarding and extremely motivating. Um, and it helps get helps get me past the sort of not so great parts, um, which I say that you know the the least um, sort of my least favorite part is just the emotional ups and downs. I mean, it's you know when when you are putting everything into into your job, when things don't go as well, and there are always days when things don't seem like they're going that well. Um, it's just really it takes an emotional toll. And I think the flip side is, is that when things are going really well, it just feels so awesome and you're really, you know, you're on a high. And those feelings are great, but I think that it's, it can be very emotionally taxing for the, the yo-yo, you know, to, to feel like one day you just feel like you're on top of the world and the next day everything comes crashing down. And so that part is hard to deal with. And it's especially hard because it just goes on forever. You know, every, for year that you're doing your startup, you know, you're having those emotional ups and downs all the time. And so do that over an extended period of time. It's just really can get rough. Um, but I think it's character as well. So <laughs> learning how to be able to deal with that um, is, is, is a really good thing to do. No, definitely. And just as a final question here, if, if you could leave uh, you know, a young entrepreneur with one piece of advice today, what would that be? It's always a tough one. <laughs> okay, is, is this for someone who's already an entrepreneur or someone who's, who's thinking about becoming an entrepreneur? <laughs> um, l let's go with thinking about becoming an entrepreneur this time. Okay, yeah. So I would say that, yeah, my advice is just to go do it. You know, I've seen so many, I've met so many people who, you know, they're in that comfortable job and they kind of hate it and they have to possibly do that, but they just don't feel... They don't. They kind of get stuck. They don't feel ready to leave their 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 salary and leave their security and go after it. Um, and I think that you know the you 
to leave that fear behind. You have to be ready to fail and ready to leave your security and just go for it. You know, because you're never, if you think about it rationally, it's never rationally a good idea. <laughs> you know? Of course. You have, to, you have to just forget about the, the rational part of it and have this irrational belief in yourself um, and just go after it. So, yeah, I think that's my, that's my biggest advice for someone considering entrepreneurship. And to someone who has already made that leap, um, you know, the biggest, I think the most important thing is persistence, basically. Um, right. Because... You're going to, like I said, you're going to have lots of ups and downs. And I think the people who succeed are the ones who don't let the death, um, you know, stop them. I think if you keep going long enough, uh, you, you will figure out a way to make it, to make it succeed. No, I, th I think that's all great, Perna. Um, that's all the questions I have for you. Thank you very much. I know... Um, is there anything else you wanted to mention? I know we didn't really get into the iPhone app at all or anything like that, but if you wanted to give a shout-out to where people can go find out about the yeah. rest of your stuff, uh, go for it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we developed Intelligent Music app, uh, and our first app is la -dee -da. It is a singing app, and it helps bad singers make good songs. So you can <laughs> sing, and it'll crack your pitch, it'll add some cool vocal effects, and add music to match whatever you sing. So uh, check out Ladida in iTunes. Great. Well, thanks a lot, Perna. Thanks, Jared. Great talking to you.